everybody. It's another week at Megasheen, your podcast that talks about all geeky and gay things from a queer Black perspective. I am Victor, and Nick is here as well. Nick, how are you? Nick is all right. Nick is tired. Yeah. Nick is ready for bed. Nick is tired of the bullshit. Nick is hungry. Nick keeps on talking in third person, like I'm Ronald Reagan. <laughs> you were going through it. Well, that means you're tired. And right. Oh. No, I honestly, I feel like I was tired, too. I, I, I think I mentioned last week, my back, no. My back was hurting last week. And because I was doing too much. I was trying to show out um, in front of some, we, we had some new cute folks in CrossFit. And I was trying to show out and hurt my back. <laughs> yeah, that's about that last week. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's just now getting a little bit better, so I can be able to go back. I went to my regular gym, and this morning, Lord, it was just too much. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Sometimes I will position myself and work out on certain machines in order to look at certain people. Today, I had to look at three people all at once, so I had to get on this one machine. I got it was too much. It was it was overload. It was too much of an overload. See. And I was out here being a thotty. I was, and I was listening to Janet Jackson's Throb. And you know, that that's going to put you in a... Oh. <laughs> okay, girl. You know, and you know how Janet, when she gets those certain songs, you mm-hmm. get you all, you know, thinking that you're about to pull on a midriff and grind up and down some folks. But, and I said, you know what? It's time to get up off this machine because we've done... I was only supposed to do two sets and a hoe did four. So it was time for me to get up and, and, and leave. But this, Lord, this one guy thighs was just speaking to me, telling me all good things about life and Jesus. I just had to, I, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> I mean, they do save lives. They do. They do. And especially good thick thighs. Not everybody thick thighs is created equal. Y- y'all need to get that out of your head. But I'm just being honest. But I'm just saying that it needs to have some type of some something to hold you up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yes, that is that was what I was going through. And uh, now, you know, I got to prepare. I, I, tomorrow, I'm heading out to Florida, y'all, in the midst of the hurricane. So if I end uh... up... <laughs> Wait a minute, back it up. They just gonna show you the door to Florida and say, Good luck. <laughs> well, see, the, the trip was already planned. Then all of a sudden, here comes the hurricane. And I have noticed that every time I have gone down south the past two years, it's always in the midst of somebody's hurricane, tornado. Y'all mm-hmm. remember last year I was in Atlanta stuck because of the, the storms and then I almost and then we had another one this not too long ago when I went to Atlanta it wasn't as bad but it was predicted to be bad and now I'm going to Florida and I'll have to go through Fort Lauderdale before I go to Miami and so therefore I could be in the midst of all this so yes I'll probably be talking to Glenda and the Tin Man and everybody else by the, t- <laughs> by the time I get there so y'all pray for me because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow I get on this plane <laughs> right lord yes oh you be safe out there i will i will i just, I just hope that you know all i ask is to have somebody find sit next to me that's all i ask for i never i never get 
a fine person sitting next to me. I always get couples and somebody who has kids. So I want that to change. I never get anybody like that either. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's nice. You know, if you're going to be on, on a long flight, you want to be able to, you know, have something, you know, to you know, chat to, make sure they get their water, you know. Oh, well, I'm not nobody's stewardess. This. <laughs> No, it's like, you know, it's making sure like, oh, he's asleep, but you can leave all that stuff and I'll hand it to him. You know, something like that. (laughs) Just mess. But yes, um, so today we're going to be kind of random. We're going to talk about a few things, um, but we're going to also talk talk about other things as well. Um, But we do have a little bit of amazed tea. We do have, you know, some discount tea to serve right now, so um let's see let's talk about venom because that movie did come out <laughs> and apparently y'all went to see it because it, it hit 80 million the weekend mm-hmm. and that did it opened better than uh, ant-man and the wasp mm. um not that much though not by a lot but it's still i think by six million or so but it people went to see it uh it was panned like if y'all was on Twitter this weekend, you saw it. <laughs> people took this this movie to the cleaners, but it did well. It also did well overseas. I think it did like 125 million, something like that overseas. Uh, I hope this doesn't warrant a sequel because I don't think we really want it. I don't think people will come back for it. I think people went to see this movie just to see it. But I don't know. Have you heard anybody talk about this movie? I heard people saying that it was a mess. I heard people saying that it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending my money to see it, even though Tom Hardy, you know, is pretty to look at. I, I have no interest in it, especially if it doesn't cross over with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, then what's the what's the use? Good. Right. It's like... Very true, and I'll be honest. I did. I didn't pay money, but I did see it. Uh, we walked out, but um, we, it's, it was free. Um, and my friend and I went, and it was just the dialogue, the just the story. He, it didn't. He didn't come off as Eddie Brock. And if you read the comics, Eddie Brock is a little bit kind of a kind of an ass. He didn't. This guy didn't really come off. He come off like Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Yes, that's what he reminded me of. Tom Hardy was like a Norman Bates in this. And I was like, that's not what I signed up for. But, you know, and then, I, you know, Michelle Williams' wig was just a lot. Because I was like, okay, you, y'all didn't, okay. I just didn't really, it didn't really win me over. It just felt like it was one of those movies that is on Netflix. It felt like one of those movies you just play why you are doing something else or cleaning or you know just waiting to go do something else it's one of those type of movies to me um but again i didn't see it all because we walked out because we thought we got other things to do so i will say that you know this is a good red box movie or if y'all want to do like a rocky horror version of it, <laughs> you can do that with this movie but <laughs> it just felt like they could have kept this, but you know, again, people want to see it, and I hope that they don't think like, "Oh, we can do a, a sequel." Like, no, it doesn't mean you can do a sequel. This means that you know, take your money and go. Like, it's like you know, take what you got and just leave it alone and go. 
I heard there was like the one scene, I think towards the end where uh, Eddie and the symbiote is basically, they're basically making out with each other. Mm. Well, like I said, I walked out. So I don't remember. Do I even pay attention? I don't know. I will say that the people who were at the screening was laughing or on their phones. <laughs> so that is... Well. And it was like an official screening screening because I think in official screenings they, they can't have their phones in there, but this one was a little bit different. So they... Well... But you know what, Tom? You can be in any other show, and that's and that's great because I do appreciate you and your rough-looking self and all that. I think you would be a good Sandman. Huh? So why do you think you'd be a good Sandman? You know what? I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I mean, if you think you now, you should share. I think I don't know. There's something about him that speaks. That feels like he would be good for that character. Yeah. As far as built and I don't know, overall physical attributes. I didn't think he was anything I didn't think he was Venom at all. Yeah. And I would I, I think I was reading I think I was reading some something about Venom and there was actually a female Venom. Yeah, there's there's different types. Yeah. So I would like to see that come because I, I remember, yeah, I was reading and the original story for Venom was it was supposed to be a female that she had gotten uh, in a car accident because of Spider-Man um, and she was pregnant and she lost her husband and her baby. And so the parasite fixed on her and transformed her into the Venom, but they went with a different way originally. Hmm. And that, that could have been good if they'd done it right, they'd be careful not to tread on that, you know. I'm a woman, you know, bit on this, but yeah, I think that could have been interesting because then she would have blamed, you know, the loss of everything in Spider-Man and that's why. Yeah, that would have been interesting to see. Mm -hmm. That would have been. Um, and there, you know, Venom has good stories. There's things about Eddie that is has been redeemable for a while, but I think they can really get into that on Carnage. And Carnage will be that's I mean, that's like a killer using that, like a person who's just rotten evil. So, you know, you just that's something they could explore, but I feel like they don't know how to do it right. So I I, I don't know. Um, you know, I might give this another try again when it's free. Um it, it just didn't it just didn't get me like excited because I went in already with judgment. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, but you know, mm -hmm. it got his, I mean, Tom got his money and that's good, you know, but I just hope we don't see any more after this. And you know, that you, when you mentioned the Sandman, the fact, you know, Tom Hardy has range. We just don't see it that often. But if you look at a lot of the movies he's done, he has range. So he could pull that off. He could do a lot if given, if you give an opportunity to do so. Right. All right, let's see. So the Aquaman mini-movie trailer came out because that was a five-ass minute trailer. We haven't seen trailers like that since the 80s or whatever, but that was five-something minutes. Um, and it was a little interesting. You know, it gave us a little bit more insight to what's going on. I don't know. What, how did you feel about it? 
Okay, I'm gonna be real with you. Because I heard it was so long and it revealed so much, I didn't watch it. I was like, uh, I don't want to watch it because I didn't want to get spoiled. Like the first one that we saw, mm-hmm. that was enough for me. Yeah. I didn't want to have like this whole background and like I already know some of the stuff that's going on. So I didn't watch the the other trailer that was released. You know, in that same range of you, I watched it in pieces. So I didn't watch it straight through. I watched pieces because like you, I didn't want to be spoiled. So then I was like, I'm going to put the video on and like jump through parts, you know, like, like, let me just do that. Because if I watch all the way through, I have, I feel like I would know where I'm going into. And sometimes I don't want to do that. What I like about trailers in the seventies was sometimes you didn't know what the hell it was until like, you look at the exorcist trailer, you, you really don't know what that is until you go and see. Them. So it's like, I saw the pieces and it felt like there was one part. It felt a little bit fifth element, like, cause you know, when it was like, if you ever feel element, they had to put water on the on that rock for it to be activated. On the rock, yeah. And that there's a piece that looks just like that. And I was like, mm, okay. So that's why I was like, let me just do this with pieces. I was already like, okay, I'm already doing it. But there was some parts, um, you know, you saw Nicole Kidman show out a little bit with her wig. You saw um, some interesting pieces that you know this is going to be a biracial baby, which brings up the fact that, you know, Aquaman is not the Aquaman that a lot of y'all grew up with. And, um, you know, Jason looks good in this. I, I, I am fearing that he's going to come off very alpha male-ish in this, but we'll see. Because, you know, if you saw Justice League, he did a lot of, yeah, and I'm like, okay. I mean, if it was somebody else. Yeah, like, calm down. Yeah, you know, if it was somebody else, I'd be annoyed. But again, it's <laughs> Jason, so he's getting that bad. I mean, low-key, I was annoyed. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I was like, okay. But I was like, but it's him. So, you know, I'll let you slide with that. Um, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this movie. It, it looks like it could be another game changer because they are, as we know, they're, you know, I think like they're really regrouping because I don't know if you saw the news. Apparently, James Gunn is going over there now. Um, not to do Suicide Squad. The rumor was he was doing Suicide Squad, but he could be doing some other things. going to help kind of reorganize the universe. Hmm. So, you know. Well, everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, he's never going to work in Hollywood again, yada, yada, yada. And then this happens. I'm like. You know, white men fall up. So Michelle Obama said the best, white men fall up. And so, you know, he, that's his consolation prize. Right, that's a hell of a consolation for us. So, but then also speaking of that, you know, you know, Batista, he's like, "Oh, I'm ready to go over there." I'm like, you know, you need, you need to be, you know, I need for him to be a little bit more grateful. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. have to me of a lifetime. You play a character that most people do like, and I know that was your friend and all, but you know, you could be, you can be your friend to your friend in private and be like, okay. You know, I'm still there for you, but I got to get this check. I need to quit ruining this stuff because I feel like he's been doing a lot of talk, but you know, late, lately he's like, he wants to go over there and work in DC. And you can, I guess, you do what you want to do. I don't know what that contract is. I think Disney's contract is one of those contracts that you have to give your soul away, uh-huh. all that type of stuff. But um, I just thought it was, you know, interesting to hear about James Gunn. And again, it's, you know, they, they flipping a lot of things over there. So, who knows what he might be doing? He could be working on another Suicide Squad movie, which we don't need. But 
<laughs> who knows what's going on over there but yeah back on aquaman it it, it could be fun and i'm gonna be open to it being fun i hope it is mm-hmm. because lord knows they need a win they do i mean they got i mean so far they they're kind of leading on the on the woman front with birds of prey and wonder woman uh before coming out um all these multiple Harley movies, but besides that, it just, you know, everything else seems to be kind of up in the air. Mm -hmm. Well, on that same front, as far as DC, Mm -hmm. uh, the first look of Batwoman as Mm -hmm. uh, Ruby Rose, what did you think? Um, You know, I I didn't mind it. uh, Something about her costume seems a little neat. I can't explain what I mean by that. It, I was looking closely at her costume. It's just, it's very neat. Um, mm-hmm. The wig didn't bother me because, you know, if y'all didn't know, she's wearing a wig regardless. That's a wig. Um, but uh didn't really bother me. I, I, it, I've seen her act before. I've seen her in two movies. Um, one, she didn't speak, and the other one, she sung. And that was the, what, Pitch Perfect 3. So... Um, but she was good in um, um, Orange is the New Black. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how she pulls this off, you know. But I, I didn't mind the costume. What do you think? I felt like the wig was just sitting on top of the, the, the mask. Mm-hmm. Like, it, just, it didn't feel like it was entwined with the mask. It just felt like, oh, shit, we need some hair. Okay, here you go. <laughs> now, the wig looked okay, granted, but... It just, it didn't look, it looked like they were still in the midst of styling it before the, they took the pictures. Mm-hmm. And like, it looked okay. I just, I'm interested. I'm, I hope that they do like a whole backstory on her because I was reading about her and she seems more, Batwoman seems more interesting than Batman, given that her father was, had a military background um and that her sister is her joker Mm -hmm. so i was like oh that could be interesting if they if the right writers and the right actress gets a hold of it then that could be really interesting to explore yeah but i don't go ahead i don't i don't know to what aspect or how much involvement she's going to have in this crossover that they're doing on uh, the CW. Mm-hmm. And also I wonder, yeah, because again, you know, this is CW and hopefully everything is correct. Uh, or goes correct with this series. Um, Black Lightning, which, uh, which returned this week. Uh, that's good writing there. But then we know that because that's, you know, that's the, the Bro- you know, that's the Brock's basically doing that who are responsible for girlfriends one of my favorite show so you know we kind of you know no i'm saying last name it's not brox that's part of the last name but it's more of the fact that that's good writing and it kind of touches on things that we are familiar with i wonder if this will be done correctly and will they be able to touch on the queer aspect of her ruby rose is queer in real life and as and if you didn't mm-hmm. it's queer so i hope they do this properly and we've seen them do that a little bit with Supergirl. It's been very how they dealt with, uh, I forgot her name, but she's queer. Um, and we've seen queer characters within the DC universe. Um, like, uh, and 
I think more in um, Legends of Tomorrow, we see a lot more of that, and we see a little bit of that arrow with the black character, um, one of the black characters um, with the afro. So, um, I, you know, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how all this goes. I'm going to watch, um, but um, I just hope they do Black Woman right, because she has great stories. So hopefully they will bake on that. You also don't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, also, if um, all around Los Angeles right now is the uh, is all the posters and ads for Titans. Um, that um, people got to see a little bit of Titans, or at least all of Titans, at um, New York Comic Con. And so far, some people say that it's a good story. Um, there were still complaints about how Starfire looked, but all they loved her character. So it seems that some people are liking it. Um, it's still a mix. Um, but, you know, I, I, it's going to be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's something we're going to have to look at and pay, because, you know, we're going to have to talk about it because it's, you know, it's a part of our culture. So I don't know. Are, are you excited to see this? Because I mean, are you excited to see it now because there's a little bit more positive views to it? I was excited to see it prior to some of the reviews coming out, mainly because I wanted, uh, what's the actress name? Anna yeah. Diop. <laughs> I wanted her to get her, you know, her revenge or I wanted her to be good in it, yes. you know, regardless of the wig. Yeah. Um, and I read, like, you will see Starfire's original costume. Yeah. I think you saw it in, like, a either a flashback or a flash forward or something. So I'm, I'm very much interested in it. And thank God I don't have to pay yet another streaming service to see it because i was like oh so how am i gonna see this if it's not on you know netflix or hulu Mm -hmm. but thankfully netflix bought the rights so it'll be on uh be on their streaming services so i don't know when is it supposed to be released it's soon i can't remember right off the bat but it is soon just because the fact that it's all of los angeles right now so you know and you're right you know i want i want anna to win and yeah we saw that wig and we wasn't all and granted we wasn't coming after her we were just coming after that wig and the production people <laughs> allowing that to happen mm-hmm. but um it's oh so oh so it it premieres on dc universe october 12th so basically this week well so yeah, on there, I'm not sure where it will be on Netflix. It may be on the same time, but I'm glad that Netflix is doing this because I think if they want people to see it, they need to put it on something where everybody's already invested in. You know, so we already invested in Netflix. But yeah, I want her. Right. To, I, I think she's she's. I've watched her in other pieces. She's beautiful. Oh, she's so beautiful. And so I really want this to work. And I and I still stand behind my statement. If this does not work then Marvel needs to really be writing her name down for Miss Aurora. So as a list, there is a short list. I have a short list, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But um, she is on my short list. But she is wonderful in it. Um, I had a friend of mine who said that it's a Titans is not bad. It is a, they feel like it's like, it's kind of that, it's a step up from most CW things. 
<laughs> so I was mm-hmm. like, we'll give it a shot. I mean, we gave, well, I gave Iron Fist <laughs> a shot. So I am going. Well, I still don't like the, that Robin. I don't think that was a good choice, but we'll see how that goes. I like the Beast Boy. He's cute. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and, but I'm not feeling Raven, though. I'm still not. Oh, yeah, I'm not feeling Raven either. Y'all can call me old school on this because, yeah, I love the classic Raven. You would never be able, I mean, I know y'all, a lot of y'all grew up with the golf Raven, the same way a lot of y'all grew up with uh, the Black Green Lantern. But, you know, I, that's one piece I can't, I can't let it go. I love the classic Raven. So I wish they would have kind of played more with that. Um, the golf raven, I feel like, eh, it, it's almost cliche that she would be. Well, she she doesn't even act like she's got. She acts like she's scared of it, just every damn thing. And I think the issue people are having with that is Raven wasn't so much as scared of everything. She just kind of realized that I'm a really dark person, and that's okay with me. And if you're not okay with that, then you know, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, basically. And also you had her, um, ex- you know, she knew what she was dealing with. And, she, you know, she was very no-nonsense. No and even in the comics, she was like that. She was very, a little bit more colorful. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I, I, it, I'm not sure what they're going with this, you know, like how, you know, because it looks like she's dealing with that and, you know, dealing with a lot of darkness and everything. And we know her father is like the king of demons or something. So um, we'll see. And, and I'm interested to see if they even bring Trigon into this and how they will bring Trigon. That's a huge taking um, to do. And then also I'm looking forward to see how they're going to do Wonder Girl because she is coming. Um, so I wonder how, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be in it, but please don't, don't take me out of it. <laughs> please, storyline, don't take me out of it. I'm here for Wonder Girl. I'm here for Anna. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, speaking of New York Comic Con, it seemed like a lot of people had a lot of a good time there. You know, friends of the show, all nerds was there. They, they were just really chatting it up and taking all these great pictures and everything else. Um, so hopefully, you know, one day uh, Nick will be joining me at the Comic Con. Yes, I'm Dorshay. At the Comic Con at um, San Diego. Petty. <laughs> Petty. Yes, so we'll so you'll be seeing how you know everything really goes down because you know that's the region to be. But you know I'm not gonna knock New York Comic Con. I went to the first one um, and everything else. So yeah, you know it seemed like a lot of people were there. A lot of great things were happening. The next Comic Con is Long Beach. No, not Long Beach is the L.A. Comic Con, which is in two weeks. Um, that's the big Stan Lee one. So um, that is going to be one that I will, I'll probably be attending that because I have to be there for PRISM, so I'll probably be there for that. Um, we'll see what happens there. I heard there may be some reveals, but not sure. So um, we'll see what's going on with that. And also, we know that D23 is coming. So mm-hmm. every opportunity I can, because I really want to go to that, because that's what we're going to see. We're going to see Avengers. Um, we'll see the second... Um, trailer and we'll also see a little bit more of as my friend told me a little bit more captain marvel i think there'll be some captain marvel things there um and also looking into another uh, mystery marvel event 
So that is what I've been told. So I'm gonna have to be looking closely into that. Let's see what's going on. Um, so let's see. Um, so we're gonna, as I said before, we're gonna be a little random today. And we're gonna kind of get into, you know, the X-Men. Now we know right now we see the Titans, we see that they already got a show together. We're gonna talk about the X-Men because as it's official, it is now over in, in Disney and Marvel. They're gonna to be taking over this. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe Well, they said the, the merger is will be official January first. Okay. So we you know, who knows, they could be officially working on things right now. But you know, as we think about the X-Men, and we, we know we've seen what we saw, and we see that they have a lot of setbacks going in with Dark Phoenix. Um, the question is, so if, when they bring it into the Marvel Universe, what would it be? Would it be similar to the cartoon we all grew up in love in the 90s? Or would it be more like the second version of the cartoon where it was the younger counterparts? Uh, when they were younger and Storm and, and uh, Professor X were kind of the, the teachers of the school. Um, I don't know what to expect. Um, so what we're going to do is kind of talk through um, what we think we may see and who we like to see in the roles. So I don't know, Nick, you want me to start? You want to start what you want to, with what we want to see and how we want to see it? You go ahead and start. Okay. So... I kind of want, I've, I've been going back and forth because there's a part of me that says the original four, but the original four, original five, let me rephrase that, were white, all of them were white. Uh, so I think what I would like to see is a little bit of the mix of the original with um, a mix of the 1975 version that's including Storm and, Psych and uh, um, Colossus and Nightcrawler. But maybe some of the 90s, and that's with, um, or kind of 80s and 90s, and that's with um, Rogue and Jubilee. So if they were going to come in, because, you know, not every movie can have so many characters, uh, I think of how Avengers started at five. So I was looking at maybe Cyclops, Jean Grey, Storm, um, Colossus, um, Rogue, Wolverine, and Nightcrawler. Just because I think all those characters are coming in. Oh, no, actually, I'll take that lie back. Take Wolverine out. Because I feel like they need to have somebody else. Um, Wolverine can come in a little bit later. But I think that it could be someone else. So it could be Jubilee or it could be um, Kitty. That can be kind of the younger one. But I think we need to have characters that when you look at them, it's like, okay, there's some who look normal and there's some who do not. Um, that's what makes them the X-Men. So I kind of want to see them as the main ones coming in. I kind of want them to be not young, like young, like in teens, but maybe, you know, 20s, early 20s in some ways. So that's what I would like to see on the team. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as an origin, it's going to be interesting because you know when Thanos did that, when Thanos did the snap, everything is gone. But when things come back, um, mutants will be already there. So will they treat it as 
they are discovered, um, that there's other beings there. Now, the, the interesting thing is with this universe is they already have inhumans. So the Marvel Universe has inhumans, which are kind of their mutants. Will this be an evil way of like erasing them and calling them mutants? Um, or they just bring them along to say there's another group of people there? Or is this a new discovery that people are being born with superpowers? Um, which will lead on to like, oh, people are coming here with superpowers already. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to introduce that. But I, I would like them to say... I would like for them to say that it's uh, they're introduced. Um, they've always been there, and we just discovered almost the way they kind of did um, Buffy's sister Dawn in season five. She was introduced as a new character, but apparently she's always been there, um, but she wasn't. <laughs> and so something like that, to where it's like they've always been here and they've been secretly doing this since the the new universe came back as if it's something else. I don't know. So that's what I would like to see. So who would you like to see on the team? Hmm. Let me see. I would like to see Cyclops. Um, Jubilee. Um, Colossus. Jean Grey. Storm, and I'm gonna throw a curveball. I'm going to say Dazzler. Oh, so why Dazzler? Because Dazzler is somebody that you re- you rarely see. She doesn't get enough love. Everybody makes fun of her. Everybody thinks she's Taylor Swift, mm. uh, which is you know not true. And I would like to see. Like the last time I saw Dazzler was on Pride of the X-Men, mm-hmm. that 1980s uh, little cartoon. And that was literally, well, actually, I take that back. I saw her uh, during the, the Dark Phoenix saga on the X-Men animated series. Um, but those were like rarely, those are like the only two places that you saw her in animation or anything like that. So I would like to see her get her some kind of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of having the, the mutants always been there. Um, maybe if Thanos had snapped his fingers, maybe he transported these mutants into the world or something like that, or somehow he opened a door to another another uh, Earth yeah. that allowed mutants to come forward, or something like that. Yeah. But I, I think whatever they do is going to make sense because they wouldn't they wouldn't rush something this big. You know, it's not like DC where they're trying to throw everything on the wall to see if it sticks. (laughs) But I I feel whatever they do is going to, I have confidence that it will be right. Yeah. So who? Now. Oh, go ahead. I was like, now we could go on into the future and see 
what they do is for shit, but past events dictate that they will have this taken care of and do it right. Uh, yeah, and I feel like they will do it right. I just wonder how. So who, what villain would you want them to introduce? Hmm. A villain that I, I want introduced? I would like to see the Sentinels somehow introduced. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I don't know. Let me, I'll ask you that question and then I'll try to bounce off some ideas. Mr. Sinister, I think because you think about the fact, you know, they come back to this new universe, this new discovery, or the fact that, you know, mutants are being born every day or something like that. You have to have this person who's like, I need to understand this, the gene. I need to figure out how to manipulate it, make things work for me. I think, it, and also because he's very, he's an interesting character anyway, I think that's a great person to play with um, just because he can do so many different things. He's responsible for so many issues. Um, I think he could be a character that you can really move some stories with. Magneto is just kind of overused. Um, I mean, you could have a Magneto, but I think there's someone else you can kind of focus on. So I look to him as this, but I also look at the Hellfire Club because the Hellfire Club can be inspired from what they've seen with the Avengers and power. And that's where you can kind of mix in, well, you know, there's Tony Stark and he could be one of us, but he turned us down. But the fact they have other members involved and they see, you know, the X-Men as a, a means to an end or, you know, a distraction or whatever, that can be fun to watch. Um, and, uh, you know, even if you want to play on a human scale, playing with the fact of the Sentinels and the people responsible for the Sentinels, that could be something that moves, that can kind of play on the whole Civil War piece. Cause remember, they were signing off on, you know, being registered and everything else. That could be separate. Well, if we can't pull them, we need to have something that controls them. If we like when they go out of line, who who will take care of them? Um, so that could be something else that I, from a human aspect. But overall, I would love to see Mr. Sinister as something you know, like a, 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 a oh, uh, when I find- you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I can't see anything else. It's hard for me to. Think of Magneto because I can't really see Magneto as anything that you know anything else interesting. I just really don't want to see that. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think who else I would like to see it. Oh, Naleo villains. Um, well, they can be. You know, we can go the classic um, Brotherhood Evil Mutants. We can bring in Mystique, but she can be the villain she's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, with none of this. You know, I'm on the good side. Like, actually play with that. And they have evil mutants who want to take over or use the Inhumans. Because the Inhumans who were there on Earth, um, some of them wanted to do harm. And maybe that is the mutant counterpart, is them fighting that and trying to make some some things come together at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think 
maybe somehow introduce the Morlocks mm-hmm. as a bad guys, but in the end, they're not really bad guys. Um, you could. Hmm. You could maybe introduce. I don't know. I really don't know because there's so many things that they could do. Yeah. That would make sense, but then also branch out to their own kind of series and whatnot. But yeah, the Brotherhood would be good also, like you said, to introduce like a a um a cohesive and a prominent villain. So yeah, I could see that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. All right, so now here comes another hard piece. Who would you cast? Uh, you know what? I, I I'm I feel like I'm terrible at casting, so I'm gonna leave casting up to you. Why do you feel like you're terrible at casting? Because I don't know everybody. Like it feels like I would just pick the. I don't know. I'm gonna just leave that casting up to you. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting because I don't have anybody that I really want to see. The people that I really want to see in the roles is mostly Storm. That is the one that I'm most concerned with. I'm most concerned with Storm because of the fact of what we've gotten in the past. And I feel like colorism played a huge role in the reason why. Um, and also the fact that, you know, they probably didn't know who to find because you know how Hollywood is. We can't find anybody black or anybody Asian or anybody to play these roles. And you know, back then it was just super lazy about it before we start calling them out on it. So I, I, I will say Halle Berry was the it person at the time. And so that's who they went with. Um, but I felt like when they had a chance to redo it, they did not do it. Um, another, you know, a biracial woman to play Storm. I feel like now, knowing the success of Black Panther, knowing the success of, you know, of what that movie brought to the table, I think they will, they will have no choice but to do Storm correct. Um, someone said, what if she's Egyptian? And I was like, I said, that would go against her. That wouldn't even make sense. Yeah. And I said, I would rather them not do that. Um, so when it comes to who I would think, I have a short list that I've, I've said before. So I have three who I, I can see as her. Um, we are talking about um, Anna Dollop, I would say Dollop, that is not her last name. So I apologize, ma'am. But from Titans, I look at her, I see her features, I see her beauty and I can't help but to think of Storm. Um, So when I first saw her on the scene, I was like, she could do it. She can actually play a good Storm. She um, has the background. She can play it out to where we believe that is her. Um, Yaki, you can say her name. Yatita Bataki? Yes. Um, I just think that she has a look and I am going to post right now a picture of her because I just saw her and I just thought that, wow, she has that look 
of Storm, and I just think that she can really do a good job. She's all, she's done a good job on American Gods, um, and I kind of saw it then. So I felt like um, she could really play the role really well, and really be something that we could all believe in when it comes to you know seeing Storm on the on on the screen. And my last actress is. Asia Naomi King um, from How to Get Away with Mur Murder. She's a Michaela um, in it. There's something about her that I can see her playing a role as well. I think that would be someone that we're somewhat familiar with, but not everybody knows right away. Um, I think she can probably pull that role off. She has great features, um, beautiful brown skin. I just really can see her doing it. You know, since Lapita can't do it because she's, you know, she is Nakia. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, actually, who knows? Because, you know, what's her name plays two different characters in the DC, in the Marvel universe. So, um, if she can do two different characters, you could say, why can't Lapita? But, you know, since she can't, those are my three that I can see a storm that will give us the storm that we deserve. Honorable mention, uh, Tika Sumter. Yes. I forgot about Tika. I'm sorry, Tika. Yes. What is it? Was it in her that you see? Like her? She's a dark-skinned sister that can act. <laughs> she can, and she's so beautiful, and uh, she likes the geek stuff. And mm -hmm. I really, you know, oh, I can see her too. So I'm gonna put her on my short list. I can really see her, um, just because. And maybe we'll put that on our Twitter. We'll we'll say that, you know, this, this is people that we're looking at. You know, we want to know what y'all think. We want to know what you think um, will be a great storm. Um, and, and don't be snarky and put up some high yellow half up there. And I, can, <laughs> I am high yellow. Um, but I'm just saying that don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all know better than that. But I just really would love to see a, a dark-skinned woman play this role. I mean, why is that so hard? Um, so I would love to see that. So we, we will put that up there. But for everybody else, I, you know, I, it's interesting because I almost don't care who they cast. But I kind of want, I want them, you know, since it's, they, they got, the, they got the, the tools to do this, I want Wolverine to be 5'3". I do not want him to be 6'3". I want Wolverine to be the way Wolverine should be. Wolverine's cool. height did not bother me in the least. Really? It bothered me a little bit. So I'm like, here we go. Like, I mean, I like you. It, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. I didn't, it feels like everybody's taller than me to begin with. So <laughs> to have a tall Wolverine, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that, you know, that is something that I would like to see um just maybe play with that and also if you do nightcrawler let i i, I kind of want nightcrawler to really kind of be nightcrawler but you know give him a little bit of traction attraction that we kinda, that he is because he's he's i think nightcrawler is very attractive and i would like to kind of see that bill jimenez did a great um illustration of him today he posted it. So I kind of want to see kind of a bearded version and Nick Robles did a very good one as well that we retweeted before. So kind of want to see a bearded Kurt. Um, I feel like the Nightcrawler we got in X2 was like, oh, okay. 
It was decent for what they had to work with. Yeah, I guess I want a different actor. I kind of like the one they have now, the younger one, because it kind of fits. The kid looks kind of like a younger Nightcrawler, almost like the one we saw in the cartoon, you know, when they did the younger versions of them. Mm-hmm. So I see that. Um, but I really want them to kind of focus on, you know, giving us that character. And if they're going to bring Jubilee in, bring in that young lady, you know, Lana, I forget her last name, bring her back, because they didn't do anything with her in the in the Fox universe. So bring her into the Marvel universe. I mean, come on, <laughs> just make use of these characters. But I can't really think of anybody for um, for Cyclops. And I almost want to say um, our boy Oliver could do it. Oliver uh, Stark? Yeah, I can see him doing it, but I'm not really married to that anybody who... I can see Oliver being Havoc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before anything else, either Havoc... I would say Cannonball, but I don't know if uh, Oliver can do a country accent, like a country, country accent, like since Cannonball is from Kentucky. We know how they sound. We know. I mean, hello. (laughs) Yeah, that could be fun. I would love to see that. Uh, Let's see. As we as we kind of wrap this up. What storyline? What do you think would be an interesting storyline to see on the screen? You know what I would like to see? Maybe the legacy virus. Hmm. Or I don't know how they would do this because they would rely so much on CGI, but the phalanx. Hmm. Um, What else? I think that's so far, obviously the Phoenix, but let's let's put that in the corner because that's going to take some kind of. That's like uh, when you're in school and the year long project. Yeah, you want that to be good, right? Um, I don't know. I don't. What else? Maybe some um, some time traveling they could do somehow. Especially when, uh, you remember that episode, uh, One Man's Worth, where uh, Wolverine and Storm was brought into the future because they killed uh, Xavier when he was in college and the X-Men never formed? Yeah. They could do maybe a variation of that story. I don't know. They have so many possibilities. They do. I was thinking of, I would like to see kind of a battle with the Hellfire Club, just to see, you know, they fighting against mutants and, or fighting against people who have this different belief than theirs, which is like, you know, we've been taught to believe this and you're talking about that. It can, it can kind of reflect how we see the Republicans right now, that they're all about power, but not uh-huh. power and see how that corrupts. Um, I will almost want to see, not yet, but I can see them in space. Oh yeah, yeah. Brood or something like that. That could be fun, but that could be further down the line. Um, in the beginning, maybe we could see them deal with. Um, as I, you know, I mentioned the uh, evil mutants. They could probably deal with them, um, Mister Sinister, in the sense of kind of dealing with. Uh, you know, he had he played a little bit with leg- legacy virus, but just some story where you know he's trying to you know start a new race or something like that and they're kind of dealing with that part um there was something i really think it would be neat to see um uh, I, I 
I don't want them to do Phoenix nowhere near. Uh, we we need to like we need to know the characters before we get something like that. And I feel yes. that's how we will be really invested if we are kind of seeing some of that. If they did a better, stronger version of Man Love, God look like God Man Love, God Kills. I can't remember what God God loves, man kills. <laughs> it would be a great thing for us to see too, because we're seeing you know, kind of the whole issue of bigotry and things that kind of made, you know, X-Men, X-Men and came to how they kind of metaphor for, you know, racism and sexism and those type of things that might be. See, there's a storyline that I had and I can't remember why I wanted, I would like to say, oh, Proteus. I think that would be fun because you're dealing with someone who can warp reality and, and, and I think we get to see the big landscape of their powers when they're dealing with somebody who, who can warp reality so that could be really neat as well um and then maybe cross if they wanted to bring in some avengers in and just like you know like a, or not really all of them but maybe dr strange or someone that could be really neat um kind of play around with that uh, but yeah those are the things i would like to see but here's my last question do you think this would be good as a movie or a Netflix series? It depends on the storyline and it depends on the teams. Mm-hmm. Like, say for instance, like the the you the UK based X Men Excalibur, mm-hmm. that would be good as a series. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Like you have a series with uh, just Wolverine and Jubilee. Mm-hmm. That could be a series. Or the upbringing of Storm. That could be a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think necessarily everything has to be put into a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can branch out and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. And I kind of agree with that. I, there's parts of me that would like to see it done a Netflix way because we have more time to get into the stories. Um, and then kind of, or it could be like, let's just, just use Netflix. And then as we get to the real heart of the story, take it to the, take it to the film to where it's like, we watched this grow. Like we watched this from this perspective and now it's going up on the screen. And it's like, it's kind of a nice, growth thing and excitement because it's building up to like bam here it is on the screen um so i could i I can get into seeing something like that too Mm -hmm. i really can oh wow now i'm really thinking about all this stuff (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i don't know i guess that's that's kind of it for us um you have anything else you want to talk about or i think we we gave we gave the girls enough today we gave them enough today okay Shoot, I got to catch up on all this TV that I'm missing. Yes, there's a lot of good stuff on TV right now. American right? Pulling it right. I mean, after last week, I am ready for tonight. So, Oh, it is. Yeah, we are coming out a day late. Whoops. That's, that's right. And, all, and speaking of that, I want to say they, they the fact that they introduced warlocks and the way they introduced warlocks was really interesting last week it made me think of a spinoff they might want to consider but anyway anyway well on that note Mm -hmm. 
You can follow us on Twitter. We are at MegashinePod. I'm at Porter Possessed. Victor's at Wonderband5. We are also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can subscribe, rate, like, tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your coworker that you can't stand. We're also on Facebook at MegashinePod, Instagram at uh, MegashinePod, our website, MegashinePod.com. Let's see. Anything else before we get up out of here? No, that's it. Um, Who knows? I think some news is going to drop tonight, probably. We'll be like, Lord, what happened now? Um, But no, y'all have a good week. And... um, let us know again yes let us know what you think about our stories and things and and if anything else you would like to see let us know as well yes and with that said we are out